More Schweppes. More Schweppes for everyone. Sparkling seltzer water. I feel like the sparkling is redundant. Seltzer. We know what seltzer is. Maybe there are morons out there who don't know. I'm looking up seltzer. Part of the Dr. Pepper 7-Up group. See? I knew it. I knew it. That's the best of the soda groups. Ooh. So the reason why it's called seltzer is because... It's natural, but it's not really. Right. What it was? It was an effervescent... Excuse me. It was an effervescent mineral water, and they got the name because that was the name of the German village near which this water was obtained. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, they really blew through that one, though. They didn't trademark it the way they did get the world regulation in place where you can't call it champagne unless it's from the oh, region. Yeah. Which kind of smart, though, for real. But who enforces that? Like, within a country, it's understandable. The country's laws can say... You know, the same thing with ice cream. Nope, not enough cream, right. not enough fat, whatever the hell it is. Maybe that's milk ch- fat. Yeah, chocolate that I'm getting it confused with too. Cocoa, butter. No, I think that's all. But who, no, who all regulates it? Who's going to, what, is yeah. there a fine? Do they come after you? No, I don't, you? it's not a fine, but, okay, so. A- I just call, I would just call it champagne. I'd put, you know what I'd do? I'd put white wine in the soda stream. And I'd say, this is champagne. What are you going to do? And then the governing body would come after you, but they can't do anything. I mean, maybe the government, the federal government has a pact with them that says, all right, we'll pursue this for you. But if they don't have the kind of pact, I'd say, what are you going to do? Nothing. Oh, they'll make, they'll make a law. Well, it's got to be a, a na- national law. It can't just be a world law. There's no yeah, world Yeah, but where, law. what's the, because champagne, you can't sell American champagne. It has to come from. But that's what France. I'm saying. If you did, what would they do? I think that it would be against. I don't know. There's got to be some. Yeah, it's against that rule they put in place. Yeah. But how is a. And I have to assume that it's been put in place by France. How are they going to stop any company in the United States from selling something called champagne? I mean, it's the same thing with bourbon, right? It's got to be in Kentucky. (laughs) (laughs) It has to be made in champagne. I know this. Using some kind of method. It must carry a different name, but there's a hundred year old loophole that makes California champagne legal, apparently. But I just, I just want to know what the, Governing body is, and then the enforcement arm of that governing body. Okay, so I've got the rep. Okay, protection of the champagne name. Who enforces champagne law? When the consume, when cus, when consumers buy a bottle of wine, they should be able to rely on the truthfulness of the bottle's label. Location is particularly important to wine because the grapes... The Treaty of Versailles, apparently. Whoa. France banned the U.S. from using the word champagne in 1919 with the Treaty of Versailles, but the U.S. never ratified the treaty. So I don't know. This agreement is effectively null. 
And now I can't read more because uh, they want me to disable my ad blocker. <laughs> you have to refresh and then quick scroll down. Well, that's going to have to be re remain our mystery for tonight because that's not tonight's topic. Even though I don't know what tonight's topic is, we'll soon find out. There's a place you gotta go for learning all you ought to know about the facts of life. The facts of life. When your books Welcome to One Topic, where we stick to one topic. <laughs> My name is Autumn Fisher. I didn't fade it because I wanted to hear that lady's weird singing. Oh, I didn't mean to hear the weird lady singing. I can really sing, but I'm just a lady. Is it the lady from the show that was singing? I will sing a part of this here song because you know me from the show. I don't know. Well, what's, I, don't, I didn't watch The Facts of Life much either. I know you I mentioned before we started recording that you didn't watch it. I just know that there was a bunch of girls who lived in a house and there was a lady there who acted as their... Were they orphans? Uh, one of them had Down syndrome. Is that that show? No, that was Life Goes On. Oh, okay. Unbelievable. What? It was Life Goes On that used the uh, Obladi. I never Obla watched that either. Obladi Oblada to. Oh. As the intro. I only knew that that show used that intro, but I'd never watched the show. I really didn't watch any of those shows. Like, I remember there was a big sort of distance between me and my own generation at some point because everybody talked about, like, Punky Brewster and, you know, all these other shows. I was in the middle of saying I heard you, Punky Brewster. In your defense, the fonts that they use and the way they present the title on the screen is very similar. All right. They're very similar. No, no, I, was, I was trying to say that there was this gap between me and people my own age at some point because everyone had watched um, like that show with Michael J. Fox. Yes. <laughs> is this what the show is going to be? Is you just abandoning me? I'm not abandoning you. I just couldn't remember the name of that that uh, show. Yeah, but your response, yes. <laughs> I would because I was thinking, I was thinking about this the the show, and I couldn't remember the name of it. Hmm. It slipped my mind, and then it bothered me that it slipped my mind. Yeah, but maybe you know a little bit of like, oh yeah, what was the name of that show? Not just like, no, you, the, the Family Ties. Family Ties. Spin City. <laughs> My parents watched Spin City and that magazine show. Man, you sounded like Eric. What? Is this what, is this what the show's going to be? Is this what it's going to well, be? Well, because so far I keep trying to say things and you interrupt me with music or you just give me nothing back. So I think, is he even listening to me at all? I'm listening. I was listening. Family ties slipped my mind. I just kept thinking of the other show with Kirk Cameron. I'm not trying to be like Eric. That was really insulting. Why aren't you making eye contact? Why are you staring that's, at me when I speak? Yeah, but speak? that's not me. I wasn't saying that. But sometimes on these shows, like, you felt like I've abandoned you, and you've definitely abandoned me, so I'm just asking, is that what's happening? I don't want that to happen, is what I was trying to say. I was trying to pull up things to supplement the show. I, wanted I know, to but if that takes away from 
the actual conversation we're trying to have. That doesn't help the show. All right. Well, people are bored by this, so we'll move on. All right. I'm not trying to fight with you. I'm sorry if I came off aggressive. Yeah. You just didn't like the fact that I started playing the life goes on theme. Yeah. Over me. And then when I asked you about something, it felt like I won't, I'm giving you nothing back. I was thinking and I was distracted. I didn't know that. So, and I was already annoyed once. So if you, if you started using video again, you could have seen that, but you've given up on the video sharing. Well, it just makes it easier for me to think and not think about what I look like also. (laughs) I'm the only one who can see that. I know, but that matters to me. Well, good for you that if I ditched you and tried to do the show alone, it wouldn't work because nobody has any interest. They have zero interest when I tried to do the show alone. What do you mean? I mean, uh, similar to the last time I did the show alone, which I think they're very good episodes, I have to say. Yeah. Because you couldn't make it last week and I did the show alone. Never gets the same number of downloads. Well. Should make you feel good. That's not, I'm not. It, that doesn't, those things don't make me feel good. Oh, good. You failed. That means I feel good. I wouldn't say it's failed. There's still a decent number of people listen to the show. No, but, I would want, I would, I would want you to have really good numbers even without me. I don't know if I would be the same. I think if you tried to do the show alone, which you have, and I didn't really compare the numbers. Because I was scared. I was scared to know what it came out to be. Well, it's not really important. So the ultimately. times you did, I'm talking about the show you did alone. Did you, you did one show alone? Like I did, but it it involved people's questions. So it was a little bit more sensational. But I did also just do one where I just spoke. There was one other one that I did by myself where I just talked. And you did the one with Eric that everyone's like, oh, I got to listen to that to hear the same fucking stories <laughs> well, I've heard and then the, over the and ask, over. And then people and ask questions online. Over and over the same stories I've heard from this man for 30 years. I got to listen to that again. <laughs> yeah, I'm bitter. What can I say? <laughs> well, it's time for some freshness. How about that? But no, we got to hear the same things. And that's going to be well, one of the top top downloaded podcasts it's safe anyway yeah hi good to talk to you it's been been so long (laughs) we haven't done a show in a while because we had to pre-record a show before i went to tombstone arizona and then you weren't in Mm -hmm. last week and it's been a very long time i feel like we haven't done a show in a while i guess it's been a while i've been so busy and a lot has transpired You've been so busy. You have two jobs. Yep. I also got um, a trivia night that my friend gave me. One of his trivia nights on Mondays. You're hosting trivia. Yeah, I'll be hosting trivia starting in November. So I'm going to go not tomorrow, Monday, but the next two Mondays after that um, to learn it. And then I'll like host around you know, to get practice. And then he's going to provide me with all the questions and answers and everything. So I just need to learn the structure because they want to keep everything the same because the regulars that go to that trivia night want the same thing. So again, yeah, they, doing that want, they want the same thing. I just, people just want the same thing. Well, that makes sense. Cause it's a game and they're there for the game. I'm not going into a new place that hasn't had trivia before and establishing a trivia night. I'm going, I'm coming into an established trivia night. 
So it makes sense that they want to keep things consistent. All right. Fair enough. I will say that uh, I went to manuals in Atlanta, bar known for no music, never any music. And at some point they had implemented trivia and the guy started playing music in between uh, the rounds. And I thought that was, that was, it was very off putting against policy. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't, uh, I didn't appreciate that. And I'm surprised that anyone in manuals greenlit that no, music. Yeah, but you know, it's for just for in between questions. It's keep, not to keep the music off. There's no yeah. reason to have it. People can talk. They can chat. They can do their thing. They don't need to hear the music. The The bar survived for has survived for a very long time without tunes blasting. So you have to shout at each other. Yeah. Well, if that was the case, I'm surprised they even allowed trivia. That's true. I mean, I guess they have to modify they have to evolve with the times not everyone wants to go to manuals and sit there and put their hang their head at the bar (laughs) (laughs) stare into their drink think about what could have been and what isn't weird that was all all that romantization romanticization romanticization romance how do you say that Romanticization. Romanticization. <laughs> okay, roman- romanticization. <laughs> Still sounds wrong, but whatever. Of uh, sitting at the bar and like kind of being sad and talking it out with your bartender. That's got to come from that silent generation, right? That was like raised by, you know, the the shell-shocked people from World War One coming home. <laughs> <laughs> you really think that like was not allowing people to have feelings or thoughts? I don't know if it was romanticized. Well, I think the only way that it because it's really sad. It's, I, I feel like it's romanticized me. in retrospect. Yeah, like people look at it and think, "Oh, yeah, that's cool." You just kind of went and did this thing. Yeah. Romanticization. <laughs> Why did he sound like that? Romanticization. He really sounded Romanticization. like Romanticization. Say it again. Romanticization. Romanticization. I don't know why everything these days has to be a uh, computer voice. Man, that's so I uh, so hack I was doing the computer voice on 99X back in 2004. <laughs> yeah. a- AT&T real voices. They only had four different options. And I remember when it expanded, you could get 10. Woo! And then, you know, Jared uses it as if he discovered it. I discovered it. I was the first oh, to shit. use it. Did you hear that big pop? Yeah, what was that? It was me hitting, just barely hitting the cord of my mic. Your yeah. equipment's falling apart. You need to upgrade. It is. Uh, going back to trivia, though, just, you know, keep the humility. Keep the humility. There was a time I went to trivia and the guy referred to himself as the quiz master. <laughs> and he meant it. It wasn't a joke. Like if you went and then you did that and yeah. you could, you know, it could be tongue in cheek, uh, lightheartedness surrounding yeah. it. Now this guy was really into it. Right. And we got in an argument over a trivia question. It was something about the Cleveland Browns being an expansion team. Oh, okay. And I forget. See, now I forget which way it went. The Cleveland Browns, it was, it's an interesting thing because the Browns left. They went to Baltimore and then Cleveland got a team back 
and they had to expand the NFL in order for them to get a team back. And they just named it the Browns. And then they kept all their record books. So it's a bit of a gray area. Oh. And maybe he was right. I don't, I, I think it was, I was claiming they were an expansion team. He said they weren't because they kept all the records. And I say, no, there were years this team did not exist. And the actual continuous operation of the team is now in Baltimore uh, as the Ravens. It was the Browns. That team moved. Everyone on that team, everyone involved with that team. I mean, obviously some people were laid off in the move. We're then working for the Baltimore Ravens. So therefore, that is that organization. Then the NFL had to add extra teams to the league. Cleveland got the Browns. So they got a team. They named it the Browns. But that was a totally new thing. He said, no, this is what it was. He said, no. And we got in an argument over that. Did anybody else agree with you? I don't I went up you know, to like, him. Were there people like, yeah, because yeah. You know, but normally, depending on the situation, I wouldn't care much. I really don't care about trivia that much. It's mm-hmm. supposed to be fun. And I would have let it roll off my back. But because I didn't like this guy calling himself Quizmaster, you know, oh. the, the opportunity to. <laughs> that was your vigilante coming out? Yeah, to one-up the, the dude who, the know-it-all. I know everything. I am Quizmaster. If that was me, I'd be like, uh, all right, let's just throw this question out. So looking here, it says reactivated team, whatever the hell that is. The point in my mind remains this team wouldn't exist if the NFL never expanded. They didn't add more teams to the league. The Browns wouldn't have been back. So expansion team, just because they gave it the same name. And Mm -hmm. if it's this gray, then he shouldn't have thrown it in. A good quiz master would have looked at and said, you know, Uh. this is, this could go either way. It's not completely clear. I'm dropping this one. I'm not going to include yeah. it. But, you know, the hubris with that son of a bitch. <laughs> well, listen, you're never going to have to worry about that with me because I will not know what is right. So I'll just skip it. Hopefully people are still a listening. a good idea. Like, maybe I should cut. Maybe I should have like a backup question just in case because something like that comes up. Do you have to write your own questions? Or are you just going to go no, to a website? No, that's what I'm saying. He's giving me... Because he's still going to continue to do trivia um, at other places that he hosts. Oh, so he's going to what? He's giving you 20% to do all the work and he takes no, 80? No, he's giving me all of it. No, he wants a percentage. It's his operation. Oh, I don't think so. How did how did this come to fruition? Well, we met um, on Hinge. Mm, you're back. No, no, this was a long time ago when I was definitely on there. And we went on a date and, you know, it was all right. We had a good time. Um, And then we didn't really see each other. And then we talked again. Oh, he invited me out to his trivia night to uh, possibly host it at some point. And so I did that. And we made out or something. And that was all. Like I kind of just got drunk. (laughs) I mean, I took a lot of notes and had a really good time, but yeah, we did some kissing or something. And then, um, we didn't talk for a long time. (laughs) And then he called me recently and said, Hey, he's dropping that he needed to drop one of these trivia nights that he's doing. So would I be interested in filling in? I said, yes, I would. And what bar is it happening at? It's at a bar in Elk. Elkridge? 
Oh, that sounds far. That's a shame. It's not something very close where you can also drink during it. Oh, well, I mean, you can, but it's not like. Yeah, but you got to drive at that point. I know, but it's not that far. And I'm not going to get, I'm not going to drink that much or like a beer. I think you have to have six. <laughs> there is a bar tab, though, that's free. <laughs> that's the price. It's always the bar tab. <laughs> no, I mean, as the host, you get a bar tab. Oh, is it limited? Yeah, it's like 25 bucks or something. So he, he said that he would always like order the salmon or something and then have it for lunch the next day. So he was like, it was awesome. I always had lunch for Tuesday. Life hacks from trivia <laughs> masters. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that. But again, it's just another thing on my list. You want a really good lunch? Huh? You want a really good lunch? Here's what you do. You take the bar tab and you order the most expensive thing on the menu, but you don't eat it that night because you want to sit and you want to enjoy it and you want to savor it and you want to taste it. And you can't do that while you're at work. So you take it, you bring a little cooler to keep it on ice. I keep that down by my ankles. Uh, I get the fresh ice every time, not ice from the freezer because that gets a little too old unless I can remember to prep it in advance where I make the ice and then it's fresh and then the nasty old freezer taste doesn't seep into the salmon. But otherwise I have to go to the convenience store and I have to get the smallest bag of ice they have. And quite often they don't have small bags of ice. So I have to get a giant bag of ice and some of it goes to waste, but that's a shame. But I take that extra ice and I put it in my garden so the flowers get some fresh water. And then I take the salmon and I throw it in the cooler and it stays on ice and cool and fresh until the next day. And here's how you heat it. Let me tell you how you reheat fish. You don't God. reheat fish in the microwave. Definitely not in the What microwave. are you getting, frozen fish from the restaurant? No, but they're going to give you fish and you got to keep yeah, it they cool. They put it to go and you put it in your fridge. Yeah, but you know, you want to keep it, it sits out and it grows bacteria. Oh, that's true. And it's probably full of parasites anyway. Which I guess can lead us to our topic finally. Ooh, that's true. Which, uh, the reason I played the facts of life is because I was changing the lyrics to the facts of lice. Why? Because you have lice, Greg? <laughs> you wish. Yeah, I you do You wish, wish I was the one with lice. I've never had lice in my life. I've never come across. Me either. Oh, I think that, uh, Until today. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently maybe like days ago? I don't know. So they're all over the house now at this point. No, they can't be all over they're the house. They're living in the dog. You no, gotta, they're not in the dog. You got a shave baby. I looked it up. I don't think that it'll go on the dog. Get You got to get clippers. You got to shave baby. So, so fill everyone in with what happened. No, dogs can't get lice from humans. And humans cannot get lice from dogs either. Lice are species specific. If you've ever Damn. wondered whether dogs can get lice, the answer is yes. That's what I see. Although lice infestations are uncommon and not diagnosed often in dogs, like any pest, they can be a nuisance for your pet. My can dog dogs get head lice from humans? Short answer, no. Head lice prefer a nice warm temperature. Not one too hot or too cold. They prefer temperatures of humans. What's the temperature of a dog? Don't they have a higher temperature? Yeah, they do. 101 to 102.5. I never yeah. knew. I had no clue. Too hot. T-I-L? Too hot for these lice. All right. Well, that's good to know. So that makes it easier for you. You don't have to worry about the dog. So, but yeah, if the dog so gets fleas, you can get fleas, right? Do fleas live on humans? I don't know. I think you can get fleas. But I don't know because a lot of dogs have fleas. And then it doesn't seem like those their humans have fleas. My dog has fleas. You ever play that board game? Fleas do not live so. on humans. 
This is all very... Who knew these fucking pests were so picky? They're, they're fucking pretentious prima donnas. They're racist, speciesist. I just, I just blows my mind. Nah, <laughs> I'm not living on a human in the case of a, a flea or in the case of but a, a flea can, a flea can jump on you and give you flea bites, but I don't still, think they'll infest you. Yeah. It's, it will still bite you. Okay. And then lice. <laughs> I'm not living on a dog. Yeah. It's too hot. They prefer the baby bears temperature soup or porridge or whatever. So you never played human. You never played my dog has fleas. No. What is that? I, it was an old, it's not really even a board game, but it's, the yeah, closest. it's one of those weird, like pick, you know, uh, feed the pig. And then the pig's pants explode. And I guess that means you lose. I don't know. I, uh, there was like a model and I think it was a basset hound. So it was a plastic model of a basset hound. Okay. And it had little holes in its back where you put these plastic fleas over <laughs> oversized fleas. And then from what I remember, I don't know, you probably rolled dice or something and, Whatever number came up, you had to crank the dog's tail, and as you're oh, as you're yeah. cranking it, it could launch fleas off of its back, and so you don't want the fleas. That's the point. You're not trying to collect the fees, fleas. You want to uh, avoid the fleas. So at the end, whoever had the most fleas lost. So you'd want to roll low numbers, obviously. My dog has fleas, and that was it. That was the extent of the game. I don't know if we've ever actually played it. The, the proper way. I just used to load it up with the fleas and crank its tail. But it was like three years old. Same thing with Mousetrap. I never actually played Mousetrap. I just built it. Well, the whole thing with Mousetrap was that it took so long to build. And then it was so touchy, right? Like you could be playing the game and you're not supposed to hit the like, whatever that Rube Goldberg device is. And then you accidentally do it and then the thing comes down. And catches a mouse that's not there. Yeah. After I I don't know how the whole game works. I have no idea. Like you build it, like you said, as you go along, right? But then your mouse has to get caught, or your friend's I mouse, guess. the opponent's mouse, has to get caught. I have no clue. It was just fun to play with. Do you ever yeah. play um Cootie? No. I mean, I know what you're talking about. I even know that was a game. I thought it was just shit that you built. Like Legos. I didn't. I knew it was a game, but we. Ne I never played it that way. I just always put them together. Yeah, I thought it was like Legos. You just built different yeah, things. So anyway, you, bugs. you got ectoparasites. That's a, there's th there's three different parasites that uh, infest humans: protozoa, which are single-celled organisms, and then you have helminths, which are worms. Sounds a lot okay. like helmins, mayonnaise. I'm sure helminths yep. would hate that. Helminths, helmet, helmins. <laughs> bring out the helminths and bring out the worms. <laughs> Bring out the pest. They're wait. They're naked to the eye at the adult stage. Whoa! Unlike protozoa, they cannot multiply in humans. And then ectoparasites, they live on their host rather in their host, including lice, fleas, and mosquitoes, Ew. and leeches. I guess. Oh my god! And bed bugs. Well, I have head louse. You know, people from the country louse are called lice. No, they're not. Yes, they are. Just kidding. No. Just kidding. It's Laotian. They're Laotian. Okay. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Let's remember somebody asked that in seventh grade. We should don't laugh at that, Autumn. That's not funny. Those are people. And to call them lice is degrading. 
You want to cancel this show? Cancel it. Which, this is going to be a quick tangent. I read an article. Are you watching the, the new Great British Baking Show? No, not yet. I'm waiting. But I did. I know there's all this kerfuffle about like Mexican week. Yeah. Give me a fucking break. Not that they did Mexican week. The most uh, offensive thing about Mexican week was that they, uh, the technical challenge was tacos and there was no baking involved. It's like, what the fuck is this? This is a, an episode oh, of Chopped. Yeah, this is, this is Chopped. So I read this article. It's, it really read like parody. There was, I, I, it wasn't parody. The whole idea was the Great British Bake Off or Baking Show as it's called here, which I found out because like Pillsbury or Betty Crocker, one of the two, owns the term Bake Off. That's the reason. <gasps> they do? Yeah, that's the reason. That's so uh, stupid. It's pretty crazy that it's, you can't call a show. people use a word. Nope. We own Bake Off, so they have to call it Baking Show. And okay. they have to record two different intros and outros, especially when they crown the winner. Oh, wow. So I wonder which one we get. And there are times that the trophy, the trophy says bake off. And so either they blur it or they superimpose it. So it says baking show. That's a tangent to the tangent. But this, this article read, and it was so serious about canceling. It's time to cancel the great British baking show because Mexican week was so offensive. What? And its reasoning was people didn't know how to pronounce pico de gallo or guacamole and they were getting the words wrong. To me, it just added to the humor and the ignorance fell on the contestants. It wasn't thinking, although, yeah, those stupid fucking Mexicans. I, I love mispronouncing their words on purpose because I think so little of them. That is not the way it came off at all. It was, oh, these people are goofy. They can't even, even Paul Hollywood can't say Pico de Gallo. Well, it, when I went in, when I was in England, we tried to eat Mexican food there and it was so weird and just done so wrong. Just like I'm sure like if they came here and tried to get like the curries and stuff that they're used to with like Indian takeaway. You know what I mean? I'm sure it would be different here too. I think it's just that we're very far away from those things. We're very familiar with Mexico because it borders our country. You know what I'm saying? Like they're very far away from not just the country, but also the culture. So it would make sense that they don't know. There it's like a- sending it like if, if we had a bake off and they did curry week, I bet you a bunch of people would be like, Penang, what's that? True, but there Bossa are man, there's, what? A, there's a large Indian population in this company, this country, too. So I, you're, I, I know what you're saying. Um, yeah, I couldn't. I mean, yeah, whatever. But yeah, so it's, it's just I think it's just a, they just don't know it. They just don't know Mexican food. Yeah. Fair enough. Should Remember it, that? I think there was one season where that guy took a vacation to Mexico and he was obsessed. So he kept like inspiring all of his bakes from like, <laughs> this is what I, this is about my trip to Mexico. Yeah. He was moved by Mexico. He liked Mexico. He I know. That's so what I'm saying. I think it's because it's such a foreign place for them. They're just so unfamiliar. Tacos, because tacos are pronounced tacos, which is how yeah. British people pronounce it. That was apparently offensive. What? That, no, and. The fact that Prue kept saying, this looks very Mexican when people use bright colors. They fe- they felt as though that Prue should be kicked off the show. And there <laughs> were some jokes that were not offensive. They were bad jokes. They were lame. They weren't funny. That uh, 
what's the the host names old greg and the other dude yeah i don't know and bald egg <laughs> guy the, you know the, who's lost weight now i guess yeah this i mean their jokes were lame but i don't think there's anything bad about them but it I, we're at the point where i read this thing and it's like, i don't even know if the author believes it like i think they convinced <laughs> themselves to believe it and they meant it it wasn't parody but I don't, I, I, I think it's, that's what you do these days. This is what's going to sell. So the person wrote it and they stirred themselves into a tizzy. Mm -hmm. I made a mistake the other day. I was writing about this, uh, mixing board that I use because the touch screen, you know, quite often fucks up. And when I was writing to road, because this is a roadcaster, mm -hmm. I wrote that I was spazzing out. Oh, that was the, interesting. It was the best way. And you can't use that term anymore. Did you catch it before you sent no, it? No, I sent it. So, you know, they're not going to help me. Oh, you're canceled. And they are. They're going to send that out far and wide. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, remember. You should apologize for it now. <laughs> I don't remember what you said that got us on the tangent to the Great British Baking Show, uh, the cancellation article. But absolutely insane. It was the Daily what Beast. Did I, say? I think it was the Daily Beast that wrote it. I shouldn't even say that because I don't want people to go give it any kind of clicks or reads. Yeah. Yeah. It, it does seem like maybe that's just something that the person put together or like watching it and it fitting into a reason to be offended, but not really understanding why they were offended. You know what I mean? It just seemed like, oh, 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 oh. This is of something that should be offensive. I'm like, well, it doesn't have to be offensive. Yeah. Again, the people who seemed like idiots were the contestants. There was a woman who was peeling an avocado like a potato. Well, if you don't know. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like if I had, if someone I, gave me. I know. If they gave you a, if someone a gave dragon me, um, fruit. A custard apple. I don't know what the fuck to do with that. <laughs> Do fair. I peel? And then if I'm like shucking it like a, like a, a artichoke, maybe someone would be laughing at me. Sure. And that's fair. They'd be laughing at you. They wouldn't say that uh, you hated the country where the <laughs> custard apple came from. Right. You idiot. How dare you disrespect that country? Yeah. The West Indies. Or like, I don't know how to open up a conch. And that's because I have no familiarity with Caribbean culture. Well, obviously you hate exactly. the, the Caribbean what is this, a conch? I mean, the fact Whoa. that you said Caribbean. Said conch. No, the fact you, the fact you said Caribbean uh, in itself shows me that because it's Caribbean because the people originally from there, the natives are Caribs. And you say it's not uh, ah. Caribbeans, Caribs, mm. not Caribs. I'm so sorry. I just thought it was like it depended on, like I would say the Caribbean you scene. You would, you would because you're so fucking ignorant that you but don't I take the time. But I would call it a Caribbean cruise. That you don't take the time. I wouldn't call it Caribbean cruise. To figure these things out. Because, you know, it didn't matter to you. You and your domed, insulated life. You never yeah. even took the time to think why there's differences in pronunciation. And just thought, oh, it's regional. It's dependent on the person. I didn't. And that's, that's my cross to bear. Cancel. I didn't realize how hateful I was. So how the hell did you get lice? I really don't know. Who brought so the lice is, home? I think it was Pete. I, I blame Pete. Well, could be. No, um, you think it was so Elle, Ellie. I Who had was, the most lice? I think. How'd you find the lice? So many questions. Okay, I would love to answer all these things you're asking me. 
I was in the shower and you had, them. you know, I'm, I'm washing my hair and I feel a little something and I, pull, you know, like when you, you pull it out of your hair the facts of and lice. I couldn't tell, you know, I'm all wet. Everything's wet. So I'm looking at this thing. And I'm like, I can't tell. Is this a bug or is it just like a little piece of, I don't know. So I put it on the wall, you know, on the shower wall and I look at it. And I think it's a bug, but I really don't want to admit that it's a bug. And I'm like, ew, that's gross, whatever that is. And then I continue on. But I keep it in my back pocket of like, hmm, what is that? And then today, I'm outside uh, and I feel a little tickle, just like on the edge of my hairline. And I feel something and I pull it and I'm like, uh-oh, there's that little bug. It looks the same. What is that? Shit. So, you know, I finish walking baby I come back inside I'm making breakfast and I think oh yeah I need to look this up so I look it up I keep finding little bugs in my hair <laughs> and then pictures of life start showing up and it looks exactly like the thing I got out of my hair so I'm like shit so I'm like man I gotta check the kids hair too so I look I look in Pete's hair and I see I see stuff move. I see something moving and I see the same thing I'm like fuck and then I look in Ellie's hair and it's the same thing so I'm like oh my god we got lice so I don't know oh and then eventually once I talked to Travis about it he says that he did see that Pete was scratching his head a lot he noticed it but he just thought that because Pete since he was born has had like little skin issues um but Travis has little skin issues so you know we always just like yeah you put some aquaphor on them or you know, he just, he just is a guy. He's just a guy that has little skin issues. So Travis was thinking that he just had an itchy scalp because the weather has changed and, you know, who knows. But he, um, he had lice. <laughs> and I don't know who brought them, but it really doesn't matter. He had the how most, got them. is what you're saying. Oh, yeah. I think it was between. You take the good, you take the bad, you take <laughs> the both and there. You have All right, you get the point. Um, <laughs> it was between me and Pete. Ellie had the least. But the thing that was that makes me feel good about it, or like makes me feel better, is what came out of our heads versus what you see online. And then even like the adult lice like what an adult louse looks like is not what came out of our head so i think what we have are like the stage uh, there there's like there's like um the little egg and then nymph stages like three nymph stages or something and then the adult and i think we're in like two or three because this yeah the the adult ones is we did not have like adult lice in our head so i think we've caught it really early so i went out and i got um, a lice kit and I you know did all the steps with Ellie and Pete and then I did myself did they think it was cool were they excited uh, Pete was really nervous he was like oh you know he was freaking out a little bit because he had these little bugs in his I know he's living. like no mommy and then that's their home El you're destroying yeah. their home well I was and them. Then Ellie was not enjoying some of it and so I was joking with her when I was like rinsing out her hair and I was like you know evicting the lice I was like get out 
you know? And I even whispered down to her, like, get the fuck out. When's the last time they went to school? The other day, right? Yeah, a Friday. So it's it's got to be Pete's school, in which I feel the school should know about this because somebody there's got lice and they're spreading it. Well, that's the thing. So I'm going to have to tell the school. So it used to be that there's like a no lice policy for schools, but that's kind of changed. Um, you know, you just, if if you're found out at school that you have lice, they'll keep you for the rest of the day and let you know, <laughs> have it treated, and then they can come back. So we found out it's been treated. Um, like I said, it wasn't such an infestation. It felt like, it feels like this is going to be okay. You know, so Nits. I got a lot of it out. I think I got all of them out. I mean, I looked, I keep, I kept looking in their hair all day long and For I kept nits. feeling in my They're own called hair. Nits. Nits. Yeah, I don't know if it's nymphs, it's nits. But you're right that there's nymphs and uh bug lifespans, but these seem to be nits. Oh, okay. Well either you got, way. You gotta watch out for the nits. You have to continue to check for two to three weeks to be sure all the because the nits Well, because the eggs could still be there. So we've com- I've combed through as much as I can, especially my own hair, you know, doing it myself. I don't have anybody to help me fucking comb through my hair. My mom came over, but you know, she can't. Oh, you're right. Nymph. I'm so confused now. There are nymphs, there's eggs and nits and nymphs. I know. And adults. What is, what's the nit? I think it's just a different, it's like Caribbean and Caribbean. Oh no, maybe nits are the eggs. Taco and taco. I think the nits take about one week to hatch. Okay. So, so there's egg, nymph, egg, which is nit, nymph and adult. I, I look, I'm curious about this. Don't get all frustrated that I, I'm not interrupting, but I want to understand the lifespan. So the nits could still be there. This is the important thing. They could still be there because when you see the movement, that's easier to find. So the nymphs you can see, but the nits are small. Yes. The nits are, but what they are, are attached to the hair. And that's what that comb is supposed to do. It's supposed to, because it's so, such a fine comb that you pull it through and it's supposed to pull any nits, any eggs that are attached to the hairs. So, How many nits I, did you get? It's hard to tell because they're so teensy-weeny. I feel like you just burn the hair. Well, so what I did, like I said, I, I tried to comb as much as I could out of my own. Like I did as, I did as a thorough job as I could on my own. I had my mom look through, um, but again, it was like a little bit difficult for her. And then I continued to check the kids' hair all day. Um, and everything looks good. They have like really clean scalps. So I'm going to keep checking. But now I just feel like every little. Oh, and I also like I washed all of the pillowcases. I washed all the towels we used. I washed the brushes that we used. I washed the hair clips that we used. I washed everything. And then I, there's a spray that comes in the kit. So I sprayed the mattresses and the pillows. So but they don't, they don't live on that, it. right? I think. Only for a certain amount of time, maybe like two days. It's, I, so in, in my research into this, uh, genital lice, crabs, <laughs> they won't live in your hair, but they will live on other things. They live in on your body and other places, and they can, they'll live outside off your body. Well, they live on a towel. Like you could share a towel with someone who has crabs, and you'll get crabs. I think so. I don't know, or maybe they just hang out longer because obviously they need to feed. So I don't know how long they can actually live on these things. But <laughs> lice, it seems I would wash everything too. I'm not saying that's the wrong thing to do, but uh, it seems like it's maybe not as frightening. 
<laughs> to uh, like you don't have to think about all the fabrics in your home and oh that's true yeah like bed bugs you're fucked right you're fucked like your clothes are fucked your your couch can be fucked yeah your mattress is fucked so i even sprayed the pillows on the on the couch because well we're putting our heads on that yeah which is fair like i think i would do that oh my god i just looked at a picture of bed bugs and just where they live and all their poop and all their eggs and but they die at 122 degrees so if you can somehow just steam them out ew they'll die they live in the folds bed bugs are so gross tufts of mattresses and sofa seams and bed frames and corners and edges and they are attracted to the carbon dioxide you exhale they're lured to your body Ew. And then they all suck your blood. It's all sucking blood. Lice suck the blood from your scalp. Mm-hmm. That's what I told Pete when he, I told him that. He was like, Ooh. It was like, it's cool. It's okay. <laughs> it's just like you eating. That's how corn feels about you. <laughs> corn makes that same noise. Ooh, this thing's coming to eat me. <sighs> They're cutting me off my home. Exactly. That I mean, you should tell them that these were this was a happy family. This was their planet. <laughs> Yep. And you're, you're they were pull- starting a new life on the frontier of our heads. You say, can you imagine just playing outside and a giant comb comes through the Earth's atmosphere and it just scoops you up and takes you away off the planet? <laughs> That's ex- in essence what you're doing to these creatures. Yeah, a, a goo comes down and suffocates you. These God's creatures, they need to live. You know, like they don't kill you. Bud bugs are really big. Bed bugs are, yes. They're they're easy. Yeah, they're a lot easier to look at. Ew, like, just like in the folds of a mattress. It's amazing how they can seemingly hide because you just don't glance. But if you, yeah, if you look at yeah, the if you fold. <laughs> and that was the other thing. Like, not except for Pete, I guess he was itching. But Ellie had some and she wasn't itching. And I didn't, I didn't particularly, I didn't think like, man, my head is itchy. Like, I don't know. That's what I mean. I feel like we caught it pretty close to the beginning. It seems like you did. Yeah, so I'm really hopeful that... But you know what? If it comes back a little bit, I know what to do. I didn't feel like I'm in over my head. Maybe that was maybe because we caught it so early that it didn't feel like, oh my God, this is this is an infestation. Did you use special shampoo? Yeah, I had to buy the kit. The kit came with shampoo. Wow. It came with this spray that I think was just to help like detangle because you're supposed to use it with the comb. And then the uh, another like an aerosol spray that you put on your pillows and things that can't be machine washed would you rather worms or lice what kind of worms yeah i mean all the worms tend to live inside of you which is gross round worm uh, it doesn't cause symptoms but it, it's visible in the feces and enters the body through food or drink <laughs> oh and that's that thing where it's like people feel like a tickle in their anus and then it turns out they have a worm that comes out i mean maybe that's round worm but i think they're small People put like tape on their assholes, and then when they get up in the morning, there's a fucking worm stuck to it. I don't. I don't want to. This is a video. I don't want to see any of this. No, I don't think it's a video. I think it's just a, a way to get rid of this parasite. And there's some special herb or something that you can get from Whole Foods that was very popular on TikTok for a while that they said would help you know rid your body of, the parasites that are living inside you. (laughs) And they talked about how gross it was. Yeah, it is pretty disgusting. I watched a video of a man who had a leech in his nose. And he couldn't <gasps> in get his it. Nose? He couldn't get it out. They're lured to water though, so 
I actually read an article once about how a guy didn't even know he was camping, hiking. He washed his face with some water from a stream. Then anytime he would drink, he would feel something in his nose and kind of see something. You know, it's hard to see the bottom of your nose. You can see it, but it's not clear. And he would see something, but he couldn't figure it out. And he would go and they would check. They wouldn't see anything. And uh, it turns out it was a leech up there. And every time he drank, it was trying to get back into the water. And there are videos online similar where the leech will be lured out by water. And don't watch it. Don't ever look at it. No, I won't. Hookworm is another one that a teacher told us. And I know hookworms enter your body through your skin. So I think that this is probably true. And I haven't confirmed it. Maybe I should because it's been living in my (laughs) brain for all these years. Uh, And not that I was a big person to go outside barefoot anyway, but at a young age, I stopped running around barefoot because I heard that you could get hookworm by running through the lawn with bare feet and the hookworm burrows up through the skin and your foot gets into your bloodstream, goes to your lungs. Then when you cough or clear your throat, um, it kind of comes out of your lungs and then you swallow that and it gets into your digestive system. What? Really? <laughs> I don't know how true any of that is, but they are, it, they do cause intestinal disease and they penetrate the skin is how they get in. So there's that uh, to me that makes sense. And then there's, uh, Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Don't let so, the kids run around barefoot anymore. Hookworm. There's a guy, it's a, 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 of course on WikiHow, which is like the worst place, but it's like a guy thinking about like, where did I get hookworm? And he's like on a kayak and then he's walking in the mud and it's on his feet. And then it's like on top of his feet, like you can see it through his skin. And then the next thing is look for mild coughing or sore throat. See? They find your way into your bloodstream. When they reach the lungs, they penetrate the air sacs around the lung and cause inflammation. This may result in a mild cough or perhaps sore throat while the larvae continue up the airway toward the glottis. Ew! As the larvae approach the glottis, they get swallowed and make their way to the small intestine. They attach to the intestinal walls with their teeth, causing blood loss as they feed feed on protein. If they are allowed to mature in the intestines, they can cause malnutrition and anemia. There you go. See? True. So it's not that you cough them up. But I guess you could if you work hard enough. Well, what they want to do is like they want to get swallowed. Oh, so they want to get swallowed so that they'll get into your yep, intestines. So what a, what a way to get there. The first they got to get into your lungs to lay their eggs and then they got to get into your intestines. Oh, my God. Where they fight with tapeworms. With people who want tapeworms on purpose. It'll keep me skinny. Note that many patients do not exhibit symptoms. The severity of symptoms depend on their on the load or worm burden. <laughs> yeah. If you have a hundred to five hundred larvae in your system, <laughs> symptoms will be mild or non-existent. A medium load is five hundred or larger. A large load is a thousand. <laughs> don't even know. You don't even know. I mean, we are, you know, your worm it's, load. It's, <laughs> Common knowledge. You already have large worm loads of weird, bac- <sighs> like the. I guess they are worms, not just bacteria. But you know, there's microscopic things that live in your eyebrows and on your eyelashes. And oh yeah, we're just covered with disgusting shit. I, I mean, that's fine. I, I guess sure. it's there. I prefer not to think about it. I think about the you know, 
when I don't shower for a couple of days, laying my head on the pillow and the transfer of God knows what, not changing the sheets. It doesn't change them oh, one yeah. every few days. I know some people are very religious about that. I do it like maybe once a month. Yeah, that's uh, we we spoke about this. I think on the hygiene show, but I uh, I'm similar. So I mean, there's been times when it went for several months. Yeah, but at this point, seasonally, at this point the the bed's more accessible. It's not in a very small cove where there's no right, room around true. the bed. Uh, it's easier to change, but. Yeah, still probably once a month. Even the same thing with a towel, a shower towel. I think, yeah. Oh, I wash my towels like every week. Yeah, there you go. I, I I think it's usually. But I have more than one towel. Like I I I get rid of a towel, and uh, get a new towel. You dry your butt? Do you like the inside of your butt? I don't dry the inside of my butt. I just let it dry on its own. You just spread it open and let it air dry. I don't even do that. <laughs> <laughs> It'd probably be better if I didn't lean over like a fan or something. Yeah. Just spread it. I just, I was like, eh, whatever. It'll take care of itself. But maybe it molds. Maybe it gets mildewy. I just don't, I don't want, I don't want to be using a towel on my butthole. And then I, you know, next time you use the towel, you dry your face with it. True. Mm-hmm. No, thanks. Yeah, but usually, I feel like I'm consistently using the same sort of side of my towel. You don't know. Where, like, it gets flipped around. All... It gets turned over. You have no clue. That's true. Because I do put my hair up with it. So I'm like. Drying off, but you've just come out of the shower, so you're clean. Eh, it still doesn't matter. It's, it's the your, cleanest your asshole's ever going to be. It's touching your butthole. That's fine. Whatever. I, I just let it dry on its You own. could use your hand and swipe your butt. I don't want to. And then touch your face right out of the shower. You're fine. You just cleaned to. it. No, thanks. Squeaky clean. You want to talk about screw worms? Fly larvae that burrow into the skin. They can cause severe infection and disease. So I mean, as far as these parasites, worms, as far as these parasites go, lice, I guess, is the uh, least offensive. Even though it's always a big deal in school when you'd have the lice checks. I don't remember anyone ever being sent home, but it was very public. The whole class was sitting around. And like, I don't right, think let's... I ever. I mean, maybe we got lice checked just once. Maybe that was because someone in the school had lice, and there was a policy to just like check every head. Oh yeah, maybe that's what it was. Maybe it wasn't just a thing they did. But they never yeah. came out and said, so-and-so has lice, so we're going right. to check you all. It was just an assembly Let's where they bring them. up the kid who has lice. Yeah, put him on display. Yeah. Kyle, from who lives in the woods with his on his log cabin. He's already him. embarrassed. Yeah. And He's he, a redhead, too. <laughs> no need to make it any worse. His mom picks him up at the end of their driveway because they have a really long driveway because they live on a lot of land. And she's in, like... A muumuu with her boobs, like no bra, <laughs> I just always, like flapping those titties. I always thought those kids who didn't live in a neighborhood. She has dogs, lots of dogs. Which this is this is not fair at all, but and it's it's really ridiculous. But you know, living in a sprawling suburban neighborhood outside of Atlanta, growing up, I think that was where most people lived. And anyone mm-hmm. who didn't live in a neighborhood and just lived on a standalone house on the side of the road, I thought was very strange. It is strange. It's not really though. And these people had like those were the houses that were there before all the neighborhoods went in. Sometimes, yeah, but sure. Where do those kids go and play? Yeah, they just go and play in their giant swaths of land because they're. It used to be a farmhouse or something. Well, like Travis, his house that he grew up in was 
behind a restaurant. So like to turn into his house, you have to go into the restaurant parking and go around the back of the building and then up their driveway. And I always thought, like, who did you play with growing up? Like, how did you, what did you do? He's like, I don't know. He played with, he played Nintendo at home. I mean, it is more difficult because I would just yeah. go out in the neighborhood and we'd go see the kids. And anytime I went over to someone's house who lived in the standalone on the side of the road, yeah, it was an ordeal. You had to be picked up, dropped off. I couldn't just get there on my own. I couldn't jump on my bike. I'd have to go right. on to Wade Green no, Road weirdos. or something. There That's was, child abuse. There was, a, <laughs> there was also, I feel like we always labeled those kids before we knew their names by the color of the house. Like, that's Yellow House Girl. <laughs> like, the school bus would just stop on the side of the busy road and pick her up. Yeah, Yellow House Girl. And she had to cross the busy road in the morning because it was, the house oh, was, it was the other side of the road. Yeah, that was dangerous for her. Yellow mm-hmm. house girl who had red hair. <gasps> Too many dogs. <laughs> but, you know. She smelled a little bit like a dog. When we, she couldn't help it. When we moved there off a of Wade Green Road, like there really was no, there were, there were still cow farms. There was nothing. Mm-hmm. And they were just starting to build some of these neighborhoods. So there were a lot of those houses. And obviously over time, those people finally sold their land and their house and they got out of there, and I don't think the yellow house is long gone. At some point, they painted it white, and we still called her Yellow House Girl. And there was did enough. she know this? Mm, I think her name was Jenny. So once I learned her name, well, to other people, but maybe to your friends, you're like talking about Jenny, and they're like, "Who?" You're like, "Oh, you know, Yellow House Girl." Oh yeah, okay. And there was another one who lived next to a horse ranch. Ooh, horse girl. And I was a guy. Oh, horse guy. I didn't like him. He was he was nasty. He twisted my ear and was nasty to me <gasps> on the school bus. There was a guy on our bus named Loudermilk. His last name was Loudermilk, and we all called him Buttermilk. <laughs> I'm sure he loved that. He was kind of like country and didn't care. He was kind of fun. There was Roach. Some people had the last name Roach. That's mm. a shame. Roush. I would have changed it to Roush. <laughs> what does it's it pronounced mean? pronounced Roush. Well, so you got, uh, you can't go to work. You can't serve people food. You know, I think you need to disclose this information. Maybe you got it. Maybe you brought it from the country club. I could be, but I don't know how. My hair's up at the country club. It's up. Yeah. You yeah. know, you got to put your, you're in food. You have to put your hair up. Are you hanging out after hours? No, we all go home. Oh my God, dude. Everybody is so young. <laughs> Do you want to hang so with them? Y- well, like <clears throat> one of the bussers is 15 years old. Well, mo- most of the bussers are like 15. Yeah, that's So at weird. some point I said something about like, yeah, I graduated in 2000. And the one guy was this other person I work with who's the server, who's a little bit older. He was like, I don't know, the kid, the 15 year old is like, um, that's the year I was born. <laughs> No, it was the, no, it was the waiter. He said that's the year I was born, and then the server kid or the busser kid was like, "I was born five years later, or whatever." Damn, dude, that's crazy. Y'all are so young. And then one of the other, like the ho- one of the hosts, um, and even this girl I was training, uh, she didn't know a lot of like liquors, and it was because she was nineteen. She's like, "How do you know all these drinks?" Like, how do you know what these liquors are? Yeah, so you're the old one to these. I was like, mm, 
something around. <laughs> do you think older. they do they think uh do you think they think negatively of you? Like, oh, she's working at a restaurant at this age. Do they know you're a big radio star? <laughs> no, only um the one person that trained me who is also 19 or something or 20 or something silly. She I told her just the other day that my normal job is a radio show. She's like, oh, wow. Oh, even that, though, because they're so young. Like, oh, radio. You really yeah, are. They're like, what's that? You really are old. I had someone the other day in their early 20s say something along the lines of, it's really cool. You wear one of those old old style watches. It's like, huh? <laughs> Instead of a um, yeah, like, like an a, Apple watch, yeah, like a smart watch. Right. <laughs> it's like, really cool of you. It's like, I don't think it's that uncommon that people wear normal watches. I didn't yeah, say Yeah, you're not that. trying to make like a statement. I just said, thanks, man. Um, yeah, there's this idea with watches that as things progress that people won't be into mechanical watches anymore and they'll just get smart watches. But I don't buy into that because I don't think that smart watches are the future. Like, yes, everyone needs to be connected constantly and that's probably going to continue and grow and be mo- even more imperative. But I, I think it's going to move away from watches. I don't know what it is, if it's embedded in your skin or whatever the next step is, but you know, watches, mechanical watches are already past the point of being practical. There are clocks everywhere right. in any given room. God knows how many clocks there are. I think when I was in the studio in Atlanta once, <laughs> the radio studio, you know, in front of each microphone, there's a clock. There's yeah. a clock on the wall. Then all the computers have a clock and everyone has their phones and has a clock. And we counted the number of clocks just in the studio. And it was some ungodly number over 20. <laughs> So, yeah. so we're past the point where a mechanical watch is practical, but you know, it's, it's but it's important when you're modeling that you have a pose where you're looking <laughs> at your watch. But you know, there's if they at this point people appreciate the craftsmanship and the engineering that goes into it, and sure, it's a fashion thing, and because of that, I don't see them necessarily going away. I guess I haven't I haven't worn a watch. I think since I'm like. 20 years old. I didn't wear them for a long time. I was always on and off and I never had a a fancy watch. I already brought this up on the show I did with Tim. So if there's any crossover, some people are going to start to hear the same thing now, but uh, this, yeah, this watch I have is an $1,100 watch. It's really cool that you like uh, old stuff like that. It's insane. Yeah. It's a, it's a new watch. It's not vintage. Oh, oh, uh, old style. It looks really old. Maybe I'll buy another. Maybe with that uh, refunded money I finally got for the plane tickets. Oh, my goodness. I'm so glad you got that. The trip that was canceled because of COVID, $2,200 with fucking Travelocity, who refused to refund me, even though the flight was canceled and Japan closed its borders and said, nobody in. Like one of the countries that kept them closed for the longest period of time. Mm -hmm. Nobody in. And Travelocity said, well, you have to take that up with the airline. It's like, I bought it through you fuckers. I bought a service through you. You didn't deliver on the service. It should be pretty straightforward. This is why you shouldn't buy plane tickets ever with a third-party site. because they No, all... you shouldn't. Because if anything happens to the flight, then the airlines have nothing to do with it. Wait, well, like the they always push it to the airlines. And the airlines won't help you because you didn't book through them. And That's luck- what I'm saying. Yeah, and luckily with Japan Airlines, they were very nice. There was a language barrier that I had to get through. Um, a lot of it was in writing and they were very slow to respond. But even in that, they apologized. They just said they had a shitload of emails, but they didn't say it that crudely. <laughs> and, you know, the whole time Travelocity 
talking to them for years, chatting with people uh, through their chat, calling on the phone, and so many times, all right, we're going to refund it. And then I get that in writing, and then they would never come through, and I'd, I'd reach out, and I said, I have this in writing. It's like, well, our policy, act, policy actually states that the airline has to refund us first. I said, okay, so you're going to get a refund from the airline? Yes, of course. I follow up. Oh, no, 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 you're going to have to facilitate that. <gasps> you said, like, no, you said you are going to do that. Why do I need to facilitate this? So then I facilitated with uh, the airline and I said, okay, they said they're going to process the refund. It's going to take a while, but here's the proof that says they're going to process it. Before they said, uh, meaning Travelasse, they said, after they finally said, you need to facilitate that. But once you have the proof that they're going to do it, then we oh, can right. refund you. I said, here's the proof. Like, no, 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 no. We have to wait until we actually get the refund, <clears throat> then we'll refund you. And so, you know, because Japan Airlines was so backed up, I wrote them in May it took them until just last week to write me back. Wow. But they admitted, not even admitted because they weren't trying to hide this, but they told me that they had refunded Travelocity back in, in April. And so it turns out these assholes had double dipped for months where they had my money and the refunded money. Mm -hmm. And they didn't take it upon themselves to refund me, probably just hoping and I know there's some disorganization that can go into this and, you know, it's not all nefarious, but, you know, how many people maybe are in that spot and they just stop following up? Yeah, they just give up. And then they've double dipped. And so they finally, finally refunded me. But that was after I talked to other people I'm like, well, we need to confirm with the airline first. And I said, I, here's the email. No, no, we need the call. Oh, it turns out they're already close. So I'm going to send an email to them. And then I say, it took them six months to respond to me. Please don't send them an email. Can we just check tomorrow? Yeah. Well, we, we, we're sending them. And then I call the next day. Well, the email's already been sent, so we can't call. It's like, what the fuck? And I just kept going through until I found the person who was helpful. Wow. That's really, really annoying. Two and a half years in the making. <laughs> I finally got $2,200 back. Had you already paid for it? For what? Paid? On the credit card or whatever it was on? Yeah, that was paid off years ago. Yeah, so it's like free money. It was, yeah, I mean, I stopped using that credit card. I still have it, but now I don't carry a balance on it, so now it's just got a negative balance of $2,200. <laughs> what are you going to do? I think you can call and request that they send you a check for the balance or because it's a Bank of America card and my checking accounts with Bank of America, even though I oh, wish it were. Oh, there you go. They can just transfer it or I can just use that card and, you know, it's, yeah. it's free money. Um, I should just leave Bank of America. Yeah, Bank of, I have a Bank of America, but it's only because uh, yeah. it's a credit card, but it's only because it has 0% interest for like a billion months until like 2024. I mean, as a credit card, sure, fine. All these big banks. But I hate crap. the website. <laughs> yeah, just a, and then speaking of parasites, the, the fees that come out. The fact that you use an ATM that's not the bank's ATM, they charge well, you a fee. Well, that's everyone. Yeah, no, that's but that's, bank. Sh that's shit. Yeah, it is shit. Because not only does the bank charge you the service charge, the ATM will charge you, like, sometimes two service charges. The ATM, as far as I'm concerned, can charge you a fee for using it because it's someone else's property. And they tell you, you want to use this thing? It's going to cost you. It's mine. It's uh, fine. But the fact that the bank, Bank of America, or the other banks who didn't do anything... You yeah. did nothing 
just because <laughs> I'm not used. Once I went to the Bank of America, their their swipe card to get into the ATM was broken. I couldn't get in. Had to use another one. And then they get the fee out of it. <sighs> Fuck them. I hardly ever use an ATM. I just get cash back. Yeah, because you're going to grocery stores and stuff. Makes sense. Yeah. My, these fees. Uh, the fact, uh, you know, if you ever use Venmo and it's like, yeah, this will take one or two to three business days to transfer. But if you want to give us a percentage, we can do it now immediately. It's like so oh, obvious. Like, Fuck you. I'll take my time. I will too. But obviously the ability to do it immediately exists. They like to pretend, <laughs> oh, the transfer. Oh, we're gonna, gonna, we have to do an extra step for you to get it immediately. So we need to charge you the fee. <laughs> Fuck all of them. Yeah. What a fucking scam it all is. And Bank of I America. know. And with everything kind of being, um, I don't know, the world feeling on edge, it really doesn't make me feel safe to have my money anywhere. Uh, you don't have that much money, so it's insured up to like. Yeah, but insured by what? What if everything The federal government, down? the FDIC. Meh. Meh. FDI. What is that really? After the Depression. Insure $250,000. So as long as you don't have $250,000. Sure, if everything fell apart, nuclear holocaust, then it doesn't matter. But then again, money's not going to matter that much. Yeah, at that's that point. true. Um, I, I'll just, but when money does come back, I'll have mine. One last thing I'll say about Bank of America. They're really sticking it to me because instead of just canceling the accounts and moving it elsewhere, my direct deposit goes. I immediately pay my bills and I move money to a credit union. And I keep like two hundred, three hundred dollars in a checking account there, uh, and they hate that. I asked them if they would increase my credit card limit. I'm like, no, you don't have enough money in your accounts with us. <laughs> and then, then there's all these fees. It's like not enough money in the account. Five dollar fee a month. Oh my god, get out of there! There's a limit. I mean, not the. I mean, there's a minimum you got to keep. Oh, fuck that. I know. I should just finally switch. Like the idea yes. was, oh, too much is tied to this. I have to change the direct deposit. Whatever. It's Who not cares? That it's not that It doesn't difficult. take anything anymore. You don't have to like bring your, you know, a uh, uh, voided check anymore to your HR department. <laughs> I know. You just do it online. Yeah, it's nothing. The worst parasites of them all. Banks. See, it came together. I feel like this, this, this um, windfall from finally from Travelocity you're getting you should use that as inspiration you know you know what i'm not gonna let bank of america fuck me no you're right because i didn't let travelocity fuck me well there's this fear that oh because it's direct deposit maybe it gets lost one of these it won't well you just open up the new account you change it you keep you just go into your like adp or whatever and you put in where you want it to go instead bam you keep the other one open until and then you, you shut it all down yeah, it's fine. You got this. Well, there was also this idea, oh, I keep the credit card, and with the credit card, then uh, it's easier to pay off. I was making excuses. I don't know why. I was just being fucking lazy. Yeah. Don't be lazy. Thanks for listening to this episode of One Topic. Yeah. Uh, if you have lice, go get, t- get that taken care of. If your bank is charging you fees for bullshit, switch banks. And then if you want some hot sauce, go to hoffandpepper.com and use our code ONETOPIC15 for 15% off of some locally made in Chattanooga hot sauce. They've got lots of options, lots of different heat levels. Check them out. It's the best. Love you. Bye. (laughs) Is that the new sales pitch they sent you? The new copy? No, I said it myself. It's the best. 
All right, I was just curious. Beats the rest.